What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thanks for tuning in. I am JD Tierney, uh, owner of Southpaw Laser Concepts and founder of Southpaw's Tales from the Barstool. To my right, as always, is my beautiful co-host, the eye candy and the funny one, Kat. Go ahead and say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. So uh, I have a little tidbit of information about marriage. Marriage is where two people become one. The problem starts when you can't decide which one you should be. <laughs> no? Oh, well, well, I don't know where that's supposed to go. That can get interpreted. Really? Entirely. Yeah, which one oh, am I supposed to be? Oh, it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> my brain went like 40 different directions. and I went, my, I went into a vapor lock for a moment. So um, if you're joining us tonight, we have a, a great guest, Chris and Aaron Griffith. We'll be bringing them on shortly. Um, it's awesome to have couples come on and we get to see the the the, the, the dynamics of between the, the face that you always see in a company and the person that's kicking them in the nuts all the time. Um, we sure. are going to try something different tonight as far as keeping our cussing to a minimum because his Mimi or his grandma is watching. So I'm going to really struggle, especially the more booze get in me. I'm uh, to so not nervous. Cuss. I'm so nervous. Um, so I'm going to try to respect Mimi and, and her boundaries and rules. Um, so before we get started, if you are watching, you want to comment, please go to uh, streamyard.com slash Facebook and uh, give them permission to see who's talking. We're doing something a little bit different. We've never done wines. We've done whiskeys. We've done rums. We've done vodkas, beers, seltzers, but we've never done wine. So we're going to try nope. some. Every uh, we got two different bottles of wine today, and both combined, Texas wines combined. The cost was under twenty dollars because we are budget ballers. That's right. Um, so this first one is a Messina Hof. That's H O F. It's a Riesling. It's a 2017. Apparently, that was a good year because it cost me like $6.49. <laughs> Better be a good year. It's a good vintage. 2017, a good vintage. <laughs> so let's uh, open this guy up here. So they're both from Texas. This one is from... Let's see. I'm going to read it. Bryan, Texas. Ooh, that took me way too long to read, but these are from Bryan, Texas. That's Aggieland. What do you care? You're neither. Yeah, but it's Aggieland. I'm just saying. So well, as long as you're just saying. So yeah, I'm not doing restaurant pours because why am I to want to refill the glass over and over and over again? Yeah, yeah. He's lucky he didn't like take it to the rim. That's what I usually do with my sisters. Okay, I'm. I'm I should turn in my man card, but I'm not going to. But there's a show that Cat watched that I actually started to enjoy called Cougar Town. Yes. It's pretty damn funny. Yes, it is. And lots of wine references. Lots. And that's they had like margarita bowls for wine. It was crazy. <laughs> she always has a big glass and every time Let's it see. breaks, she has to get another one and have a funeral for that one. It's a little... I don't mind it. I like it. I like it. It's just got like a little sour note in there that I can't figure out. Do you taste that? It's like a... a like a, a, a unsweetened kids grape juice. Like, I'm not, like that's a legitimate. This uh, is Jesus juice. <laughs> this is. It is. All right, so that's right. good enough. Let's go ahead and uh, move forward because I'm ready to get going. Uh, we're going to get Absolutely. going to our sponsors. Um, I am actually sponsoring mm -hmm. this because, damn it, it's my show, and that was a cuss word. Sorry, Mimi. Oh, I'm already trying. Uh, I own Southpaw Laser <laughs> Concepts. It's uh, custom laser engraved leather patch products for you, your business, or event. You can find us at facebook.com slash Southpaw Laser Concepts. You can email me at info at getsouthpaw.com. Go to getsouthpaw.com. 
uh, look at all the stuff. You can see our catalog pricing, all that other things. Um, you can also call me at 361-944-4243. And that's where you're going to get the coolest, baddest, most high quality laser grave leather products ever. And I'm sorry, people I'm not already sleeping with the owner getting free stuff. Now you can't. Sorry. Blamed <laughs> it. Tagged it. It's mine. So our next sponsor is a uh, Air Force uh, Security Forces veteran, Nick Carpenter. He started the Legion of Loan Officers. He has a book out that helps you get uh, realty leads and not just leads, but leads that actually convert and turn into revenue. You can get his book at uh, loanofficerstrategyguide.com. You can find him at facebook.com slash Legion of Loan Officers. Uh, they also, also have a Facebook group under the same name. Uh, go check them out. Even if you're not in the mortgage or realty industry, there's a lot of good information there that is free that he just loves to give out. And you can translate it into whatever business you're in to be more successful. He just wants to see everybody win. A really great guy. Uh, we actually have a new sponsor coming up next. And you might have known, seen all these guys on last week's episode, 5x5 Brewing out of Mission, Texas. It's we co-founded. Sold out. Uh, by George Rice, who's been supporting me for a long time. Uh, it's great to see him on the show now that uh, uh, as a sponsor, they just recently launched in the Corpus Christi market. You can find them at Specs, Total Wines, a bunch of different uh, restaurants with taps are starting to bring them in. It's all veteran-owned, veteran-operated, veteran-crafted. I think they have like a 90% veteran um, employee rate out there. And, and they're pumping out sure. 600 plus kegs a, um, a month. I mean, they, they, they're doing it. Uh, you can find them at uh, 5x5 Brewing Co. on Facebook or 5x5brewing.com. And then... Uh, it's like one of those people who are just genuinely awesome people and you want them to be successful because they're good people. That's how 5x5 is. They're just really awesome people and you're like, oh, I hope they make it. And COVID did a number on them, but hey, now they're in the corpus market. They're expanding. Good for them. So without further ado, we're going to bring on our guests, Chris and Aaron Griffith. Um, real quick, Chris is the uh, founder of Vetted VA, which is a great place on um, Facebook to get any information you need if you're looking at a VA home loan without being solicited by people and just getting tons of emails and backdoor trying to, oh, I'm going to give you this information, but come by for me type stuff. You know, they're, they're going through Messenger and whatever. We don't allow that. You're just going to get the info and that's it. And uh, he also has a mortgage brokerage. He actually did my mortgage, uh, our, our loan just over two years ago, saved us a ton of money. So I'm giving him a plug because he saved me a ton of money. Way oh, more yeah. than Geico. He, he pointed out some uh, frivolous spending that we didn't have to do in order to build up our credit and put money in savings. And we did everything he told us to do. And now we own a house. So there you go. A very gorgeous. House. So <laughs> say hi. And then and then his beautiful wife that keeps him in gear and makes sure that he doesn't screw up because guys like us need to. that. That's a full-time job. We need somebody to keep us in line. Yeah. So, how about, so let's give you your three minutes. Introduce yourselves. Give us your plug. Hi, I'm Christopher Griffith, Aaron Griffith's husband. <laughs> Jesus, I'm loving good. No, uh -oh. it's not funny. Okay. My name is Christopher Griffith. I'm an old from Texas. I own a couple of businesses. I guess I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur, not because I think I want to be, but I don't know. I've always been like, I like solving problems, right? ADHD. No. So I've got a superpower now. She's told you all that. Yes, I have a superpower, and that's why I'm better at certain things. Like I can do lots of things. And so 
I do a lot of things, but I only do like 10% of them really well. And so she does the rest of like 90% of everything. So you want to talk for the rest of the time? Hey, Chris, we're having some internet issues on my side. Give me just a second. I'm going to hardwire. If y'all want to keep talking, Kat, you keep the show going. Um, everybody that's watching, please don't go anywhere. I'm going to hardwire um, the internet in for, to where we're at. Just give me just a moment. Y'all Is just is it us? It's, it it's me. I'm getting I'm getting warnings on my side that something's going on. So uh, y'all keep the show going. I'll be right back. Okay. So continue to tell us uh, about y'all sales. Well, we have been married for coming up on. Do you want to tell them? Fourteen. Fourteen years. Uh, we were best friends prior to that. Like actually, really best friends. Um, she never really tried to make out with me until much later. Um, <laughs> It's mostly it true. Off of you, huh? It's mostly yeah, true. It's real hard. Say, <laughs> you know, even before the beard, I guess. But we have three beautiful daughters that look mostly exactly like her and act, unfortunately, even more so. That are everything. She homeschools them. She is a professor at starting businesses and setting them up with her degrees in accounting and business history. And I don't know. She's smoking hot. That helps. Yeah, she likes me. Like, have a, she really likes me. We have a lot of businesses that we have, at, like, starting up currently, besides the mortgage company and Vetted VA. Yeah. But we have a lot of things going. So this is your time. Go ahead and let us know what those businesses are. Okay, so we have a Dad Does Deals is a mortgage business. Vetted VA is a mortgage and real estate and other affiliated industry professional training group. Uh, we have a company called Vindy RE that buys and invests in VA REO properties. We're part owner in a company called Easton Park LLC, which is a 232 multi-unit apartment complexes. Uh, we're partners in an operation called Whiskey Creek Cattle, which right now in its infancy is an 800-acre, 150-head or so cattle uh, cow-calf operation in Callister, Oklahoma. We have some other ideas that we're going to be building behind that. Um and uh, we have a few other things, too, that we probably won't get into. But, uh, yeah, so those things. And we invest in different things um, with family members and real estate. We believe in identifying opportunities to compound with things that you have, not because we're hungry for some certain place, but just because we like a challenge. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's fun, I guess. It's doing other stuff. Well, I got to say, Aaron, Besides I'm a little, I'm a little jealous that your kids look like you. I gotta say, because I went through, you know, nine months of pregnancy with all three of them. They all came out like JD. So good for you. My oldest looks like Chris. Oh, does she? Yeah. Yeah, she does actually. Because y'all have three girls, right? Yes. And we have three boys. So. Yeah, I will give you a fattened calf and uh, two goats. <laughs> We're not usually friends with people like y'all. <laughs> people. Yeah, so they all have like if they don't look like JD, they have JD's personality, and sometimes it's it's a lot of sarcasm all in one roof, just too much almost. So yeah. what? Don't act surprised. I say it all the time. There's too much sarcasm under this roof. I say it all the time. <laughs> I've I've never heard that. This is a <laughs> you surprise. Are such a liar. Oh my gosh. Such a liar. How so is there kids? one uh 13, 11, and our youngest is about to be six. Okay, so we're right there. We're 12, 10, and six. So how is the 12-year-old so far? So far, so good. She's, no. turning. She's totally turning. 
Really? The, totally the, the hormones are kicking in? Totally. Yeah. Changing. Yeah. It's getting is, she sass- is she sassy? Yeah. And real <laughs> moody. Just she wants to be left alone most of the time. Because we have a 13 year old and it's like he's constantly wants to sleep all the time. And then he like snaps and we're like, whoa, we don't know who this kid is because he was not like that. before. It's, it's never anything malicious. It's just. His mouth, attitude, his mouth and gets just, him in trouble a lot. Just that was like uh, that. Yeah, that's why it's hard to get on to him. It's like oh, I can, all I can do is like yell at myself. It's like that's not very productive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could see he gets the mouth for me. My oldest gets the mouth for me. That was my biggest thing growing up. Was like you know we grew up on a 150 acre ranch. So when we were in trouble, we had to do a lot of work on the property. So then when I met JD, I was like, oh yeah, and I helped mend that fence and I helped, you know, haul that hay, blah, blah. And he's like, why only you? And I'm like, this mouth, dude, <laughs> like always got me in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 think I was surprised to find out about you after watching like all of this stuff in the beginning and all of y'all kind of coming in, which I talked to you a couple of times to the mortgage, but you weren't as cheeky as you were on these things. Right. I totally busting JD's chops, which was like, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> if I yes. don't take him down a peg, no one will. So I have everybody to- <laughs> does. You just do it the best. I don't know, I know what is it to- about that. Like, as soon as I saw that, JD, and like you and I have known each other through a lot of different stuff, but as soon as I ran into that from her personality, it's like, oh, sweet, JD is going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she's. Uh, I I begrudgingly admit that she's the one that made me better. Actually, no, I don't begrudge because it. he's a dreamer, and someone has to like ring him in and hold that lasso, or he'll just float away, float away. And you got to keep him like, okay, look, baby, I know you've got like the illusions of grandeur, but can you keep it somewhat realistic, like somewhat? No, no, he no. won't. He's like, I'm gonna retire at 50. I'm like, I was shooting, Ow. I was shooting for the moon before before those Doge and Elon Musk guys made it popular. Dude, I remember <laughs> all that stuff. You'd be like, rocking, like, where's your vest and stuff? By the way, go put all of that on. Do it like old school JD, where you get all doped out for your videos, like hair slick back. You know, what I'm talking. Cat knows what I'm talking. She looking. He wants to do that. So, oh bad. man, yeah. If I could, uh, if I could justify the cost he wants of just to getting live tatties in and like vests. A and- vest and suit and stuff, yeah, yeah. That's Aaron's like, so we're traveling for business this weekend, and I'm like, I mean, it's not a, it's a, it's a really pretty cool thing. It's for a, a friend's event, um, the Vision Twenty Twenty Summit. It's like gathering a bunch of people who actually do things differently. And so I'm on a panel chat and stuff, and Aaron's like, "Did you go get your suit dry clean?" Like, I could just wear shorts and a shirt. It's like on point brand for me. She's like, "No, there's a fancy dinner thing." So I like, I'm the exact opposite. Like, I don't. If I, if I could show up in my PJs and a T-shirt and still be taken serious and have all the correct conversations that everyone would if I was in a suit, that's perfect for me. <laughs> but you've you've positioned yourself in life in general to be able to pull that off, or I have not. But then again, like I never dress up for anything. Anyways, I work from home. Um, it's true. I you know the whole manufacturing process is done what used to be in the bar in the house, and now it's a, a manufacturing place. But so I'll work all day. And still be in in my PJs. I've had a product. So when I do have a chance or an opportunity to dress nicely, I definitely like it. I live in scrubs or workout clothes. So I get that. I get that. Yeah, she lives in workout clothes. 
Look, I work out in the morning and I work out in the evening. So oh, why right. change clothes to change clothes to change clothes? It just doesn't make any sense. What kind of workout? Like CrossFit? Uh, I do in the mornings. I do like, um, uh, I have beach body. So I work out at home and usually it's like a high energy cardio. And then we go to Muay Thai in the afternoons. Yeah, we pay people to punch and kick us repeatedly. It's awesome. <laughs> no, we're doing more of the conditioning stuff. I mean, yeah, you do get punched and kicked, and it's so fun to watch. Well, I've, I've made it very apparent with with the coaches there at the gym that I want by next spring, I want to be in condition to go and do actual tournament fights, and I want to bring the over forty belt home. It's very therapeutic to watch someone else kick your husband's booty. It is very therapeutic. And what's sad is it's a 15-year-old that's kicking my booty. (laughs) (laughs) All this equal opportunity stuff. That's what I don't get it about. Like, why isn't there stuff like couples boxing? Why isn't that like a thing? Right? I'm just saying, like, if it's all equal opportunity and stuff, like, you know, I don't know. You know know what y'all could do? They've got those inflatable, like, gigantic um, gloves. Those, like, boxing mitts, the big, huge inflatable ones. I'm going to buy you and Aaron some, and we're going to watch a, like, Battle Royale it on the screen. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm just thinking oh, that would be a hilarious like couples date idea, like with the big poppers <laughs> or something like that. You take all of the the swap out of it, I guess, but that'd be pretty funny. Well, what y'all need to do is y'all need to come down to visit and we can finally have the goodwill date. Have you ever heard of the goodwill date? Yeah, where you pick out each other's clothes. Exactly. But it's better when it's two couples because then the wife of one couple goes with the husband of the other to make sure they at least get an outfit that will fit. So I think it would be so fun. That would be funny. Listen, I love uh, Goodwill. The Pearl Snaps, all the good Pearl Snaps are Goodwill. So my wife oh, honey. threw away all my Pearl Snaps. Oh, you're Aaron, severely overestimating Aaron what's available gonna, at my Goodwill. Oh, Erin is going to pick your outfit, though. She's not going to pick something you like. Yeah, it's not going to be We're going to find a leisure suit. Want to wear. So it was the purpose of the date to make the person feel bad about themselves, I guess? No, yes. it's a, it's taking them out of their comfort zone. Like, it's, okay. it's you would get so dressed up like uh, okay. It's it's about it's just it's just to have something that where you don't take yourself seriously and you just enjoy it in the yeah. moment. Like and we talked about doing that and going like roller skating or something ridiculous afterwards, bowling in our crazy outfits. You know, something fun. Yeah. We went and did that Bingo. axe throwing one time. Have y'all done that? The what? The axe throwing? No, we haven't done that yet. I mean, I have axe I, throwed, but I mean, you've stabbed yourself. I didn't stab myself with an axe. That was when I was cooking dinner. That's but that's why I don't like you with anything I with have sharp street cred. Now, stabbing yourself does not give you street credit. That's true. It's so maybe not axe throwing. Never mind. Let's just skip that. One. <laughs> So, I mean, Axel would be fun as long as we don't do that when we're drinking. <laughs> no, you, no, you, you do, do that when, when you're drinking. drinking. Yeah. And it's a really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. So, so y'all live in Texas, it, right? I'm sorry? Y'all live in Texas, right? I don't get yeah. all that. Yeah, Corpus. Yeah, like I said, I've done axe throwing before. And you were drinking? not like on a date. Mm-mm, I wasn't drinking. Anytime I've done axe throwing, it's been out on out on out on a ranch somewhere. It hasn't been in in right. a bar, but there right. has been drinking, of course. And generally, there's fire and guns and other yeah. things out there. Cat was doing axe throwing, like chasing down coyotes in the field that were on the calves as she was <laughs> ready to try to pay for the winter or something. 
You do that one time and you're labeled for life. You see what I mean? Mark says beer drinking and sharp axes. What could go wrong? Well, Mark was there when I was axe throwing. It was Mark, me, it was Uncle Woody. I mean, it explains the situation. It was craziness, but controlled craziness. And also, uh, Corey Christman says hello to your grandma. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, I don't know if she's on here yet, but it, man, she's always around. Like in Veta VA, there's... 37,000 or something veterans in there, right? And she was the second person I added. But I'm telling you, out of all the comments and posts and everything else, there's like two a day maybe where cussing will pop up on it. And so someone will cuss and then someone will be like, hey, man, take it easy. Christopher's Mimi really is in here. And the next thing I see is a smiley face from her. Like, she's on it faster than my moderators are. Wow. Just, wow. Good and she's not like anything about it. It wasn't like that. She's not hammering people. Or yeah, so... Like, so I, I have to tell the story about my first introduction to who Christopher Griffith was. And it's, we're both oh, uh, long time parts of, of a, uh, an entrepreneurial group on Facebook called vetpreneur tribe. And, uh, uh, it was the triple P. I can't remember what exactly it was, but pretty much he was calling everybody a big, um, female genitalia because Mimi's watching. Um, Wow. But basically saying that, you know, man up, suck it up, make yourselves better. The only reason you're you're failing is because it's your own fault and because you're a female genitalia. There's something along those lines. And that was my introduction to him. Uh, tell, tell us exactly the what it was. The word wasn't necessarily having anything to do with gender genitalia. It was more towards like I was in a place in my career where everything that was holding me back all had to do with a mental state of being poor. Poor, I think, is best described as a state of mind. And so poor and pretty and another word, and that's how it was hitting me because everything that I was needing to do, I was too worried about. I was poor in mind. I was worried about being pretty. I had to have logos and everything else, and I had no courage. I was just being a complete coward. And it was in a place that was really isolated, I thought. I didn't know much about Facebook at the time. It was just a bunch of really rough veteran dialogue. And so, unfortunately, I was talking like I was back on the block in the core um, after I caught my first NJP for underage drinking, like that, that language, right? And the videos that I always put out on Facebook are, you can ask, I mean, you, I talk to myself on most of them. I know how that sounds, but whatever, it helps me. So I talked to myself and that video was to myself and I totally did. I hammered me and a bunch of other people that were in that place. And then a whole bunch of other people <clears throat> took it. I don't know. It took it very personally talking about them. They weren't even to that level yet. Right. Like, but it, I don't know. It didn't go over well. And that was in my infancy of learning to speak to people on social media and the impact of social media and the impact of words and the importance of word choice. And I think the kind of um, maturation myself a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit. Um, because I had to acknowledge that there were people watching that I needed to have the ability at least to hopefully influence at least one problem if it came up for their own sake, right? Not for my own gain. And I could do and say things that would, for me, even though I had rationale and reasoning behind choosing and saying things a certain way that I would hear, even if no one else did, and that's what it was for, speaking to me, I had to realize that no one else can handle the way I talk to myself. Uh, right? So, so Aaron... How do you talk to him when he's being uh, poor, pretty? She uses worse language than me. Yeah, well, I, mean, you, I, I know. Like what I say. <laughs> Are you just like, do you have to do this right now, Chris? Do you? Yeah, I usually have to um, leave the room or 
go pour a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if it's 9 a.m.? Yeah, 9 a.m. It's fine. <laughs> Get out of there. Let him cool down. Uh, she knows how to very well and very artfully and skillfully now. Like, Move me in the right directions. It's hard to get me to move a lot of the time because of my nature, but you're good at it. And she does it like artfully now that we've been married this so long. And I see her doing it and it's disgusting because it's so minor. And it's nothing I even point at and say because then she can't, you know what I mean? But I see it. Don't you do it the right way. Like, stop. You're supposed to, you know what I mean? And so it definitely causes an impact. Yeah, I don't blow up anymore. Well, that's good. Not all the time. I use well, the yeah. art of manipulation. As much. Uh, yeah. I think it's a matter of also picking your battles. At some point in marriage, you've got to realize, like, eh, is it worth it? Mm. <laughs> that's yeah. what I say generally after, like, 13 years now. We've both got really good at picking the right battles so that, like, you don't do the thing that you normally would that perfectly deflates the other person, even if they don't acknowledge it yet. Like, that way. Yeah, I had the worst problem with that. That and and I think what's really helped us out is I it's so cliche, but communication is is a key as far as something starts festering, communicate it early before it builds and builds and builds and builds, and then everything explodes at once because we were both bad at that for a long time. And I think now it's like, hey, you're doing this, it really bothers me. This is justification. I would just wanted to tell you before it grew too big, and then it's before done and get, over with. Before we officially get to the justifiable, and homicide. it's in a, and it's in a lot better tone, and tone <laughs> says a lot more than the words in the sentences. Luckily for me, Aaron's really good about communicating her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> no problem there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Chris is very good with his tone. Oh really? Oh, oh no! Oh no! I love the direction this is going. <laughs> Can I give you all some shovels to dig deeper? <laughs> we don't need shovels. <laughs> so, so you said, the holes have already been dug. <laughs> so you said at the time you were posting on Facebook, you weren't big on Facebook, but now you have a pretty large social media like presence. So I have a question for Aaron. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have his phone, Chris didn't have his phone for a week. Is that what he would miss the most? You think you think he'd miss the social media or is there something specific on his phone that you think he wouldn't be able to live without? Uh, it would be the social media, but I don't think he could make it a week without his phone. Oh, really? I don't think he could make it 24 hours, really, unless he was doing something like in the woods where he literally couldn't use it. Oh, dang it. Because I was fixing to say, I smell a win-win coming on yeah. How long do you think? Maybe a week? And give it up for a week. But and you'd I, have to be here. No, I'm not staying here at the house for a week without my phone. <laughs> Don't do it. No. There's no way. No, I ain't doing it. It's not a couldn't do it. I, I ain't sitting here for a week without nothing to do but work in the yard and. We'll just put you in a really sketchy ass a, a cabin in the middle of nowhere and be like, I like that. So I that. I've, got a, <laughs> I've got a canvas tent up in Whiskey Creek. I'm out of here. You say two weeks. I'm gone. Say here. Y'all take the phone now. Freeze frame it. I'll put it in a box, a time capsule. We'll lock it and I'll just. Would that bother me, you think? No, not there. Uh, he'll be home in three. He'll be coming. He'll be coming home in three days saying, I just miss you, baby. <laughs> and he's talking to the phone. <laughs> You're not wrong there. That's the one part about missing my phone that I would have if I didn't, if you weren't around or if I didn't have a way to talk to you. 
until we get like. And then they were saying you would come back and say you missed your phone. Oh. <laughs> Either way, that, that was very sweet. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Chris, for trying. <laughs> it's true. Like you hear something. Here's like you don't hear my pathetic trueness about my. Y'all seen that movie? Cool, that cool movie, Jake and the Bad Man with John Wayne. It starts oh, well, like a hundred years ago. Yeah. He's injured and uh, he comes in, he's taking her to this bed and he's in the bed and he's injured for like weeks and they can't figure out what's wrong with him. And he's searching and he's constantly searching. And finally the dad takes his pistol, takes the rounds out of it and sticks the handle over towards John Wayne's hand and he grabs a hold of it. And instantly everything John Wayne's been doing in that bed for three weeks is over and he's just down and he drops the pistol and he's just relaxed. So like when I don't have her to sleep next to me, it physically bothers me. I don't sleep as well. I know you oh, me neither. Oh, yeah. me neither. But I literally, when I go to sleep, I reach out and I touch her. It's ridiculous. And I don't grab her or anything. I just touch her usually like this. Just like so I know this? There. You grab her like this? <laughs> no. no, because that would be too authoritative for my coward, like, dumbness here in whatever category this is of neediness. But it is. So I reach out and I do that. And so the other night I wake up, or the other morning I wake up, and my hand here, like, all across this is just completely brown, but in like a lane. And I'm like, um, no, like, what is that? It's not wiping off. I can't self tanner. <clears throat> so, in her, I reached over to touch her like that. Oh my pathetic hand of meaningless. Man, the, the faith you have in yourself by smelling it first is amazing. Like what else are you going to do? You know? If I stop brown on JD's hand, I'm not that. smelling it. I like don't care. Crap, I want to know. I don't care. I want to know. Oh but but God. but the whole touching thing, like, yeah, I get it 100%. Like, it's even if it's just like my feet barely, one of my feet touching her feet or something, just arm on her back, even if we're, if it's too hot to get close together or whatever, just. He weirdly, it he, has to. he weirdly likes my feet in his back. Apparently. No, your your knee right in my spine. There you is go. Actually, it feel it relieves some kind of pressure that I've so got in my back. Don't and get me wrong. Good. Like I can't sleep well when JD's not there, just because I'm used to him being there. And every little noise, I'm like, what? What's that? You know, usually he's the big strong man to protect me because he sleeps close to the door, so he gets murdered first if something happens. But he's not there. But when he is there, he makes me so freaking mad because he's talking to me and then he's asleep in like seconds and it takes me hours to fall asleep. Y'all too. Oh yeah. He's asleep instantly. He decides to go to bed. He's asleep in two minutes or less. I hate what that. time do you get up in the morning, Kat? Uh, when I go to work at four 30 in the morning, I work out before I go to work. So I wake up at four 30 on the days I work on the days I don't, I let her sleep in. As I'm much like, as yeah, can. I'm usually up at like around nine. I sleep until nine. So yeah, I always get up early. I slept in past nine for my first time this year, Monday. Mm-hmm. True story. First time this year, past 9 a.m. Yeah, this was How this was feel? the first work day that I actually slept. I slept until 8.15 this morning. And it was like, it was like sleeping in like, oh, yeah, I never, I'm never, it's 6.30, 7 o'clock. You know, she's up way earlier than me, but 6.30, 7 o'clock, regardless what time I go to sleep, regardless how well I slept. It's got to be that time. Usually. And yeah. So you're one of those that can just fall asleep anywhere, anytime. Oh, yeah. I'm a Marine. That's terrible. You sleep toilets and sleep places. What do you, what do you need me to do? Mm-mm. 
Nope. That drives it agitates me. Like even the snoring, like I've I've figured if I can elbow him, he stops for a while. <laughs> and sometimes I can fall asleep before it starts up again. I don't but, more like sometimes my snoring stops, but that's usually the sleep apnea. You snore. Really. Oh yeah. And JD yeah, JD has too. Here's a cool tidbit for anybody that's in the state of Texas and you are employed, if you have a job self-employed or not if you go to texas workforce commission which is like the unemployment office um they will set up your sleep study for you pay for it and if you qualify they'll pay for your darth vader mask to uh for your sleep apnea because it's keeping you employed and keeping you healthy to be employed yeah so i found that out because my doctor referred me um to go get all the stuff done and i was like yeah i don't want to pay all this money and I don't want to go through the VA because it'll take forever. And so, workforce commission. You know. Yeah. So, nice little tidbit for you. Go to <laughs> go to PSA. the employment office, and they'll get your uh, sleep apnea crap taken care of for you. Little PSA, y'all. I've got to get a different mask. I have the nose pillows, but you can hear if you can hear my my beautiful vocal tones that have a little bit of nasal noise to them. It's because they apparently just doesn't. It's not open up there. And so I just, you know, I need the whole mouth pillow thing. I'm a bit of a mouth breather because my nose doesn't work. Yeah. The first time he wore that thing and woke up, I woke up in the middle of the night and his mouth had opened up. And I'm going like just like. Terrible. <laughs> 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 and then I'll wake up and she's like asking me questions and I go to talk and guess what? My mouth is dry for two days after this. After, <laughs> after that happens, I mean, you can dump water on there and you just see <laughs> moisture like mist coming out. <laughs> so well, everything that's going in is coming right out your mouth. Super. Yes. It's, it's so horrible. Speaking about, I used to call people mouth breathers as, as like a derogatory term of, of like you're a Neanderthal, you're a mouth breather. And now that my nose has been broken so many times and even they've tried to correct it that I, I can't breathe through my nose. So I'm a mouth breather now. It, it was like, but you are a Neanderthal. So there you go. You, that's how we met. He like hit me over the head and drug me back to his cave. It was really romantic, actually. You loved it <laughs> every moment. <laughs> so on that note, since y'all have been together for 16 years, Chris, I asked Aaron a question last. I'm going to ask you a question. What is the most embarrassing thing you've done to impress Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know what she's laughing about. I don't know, but I really want to know. Thing I've done to impress her. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tough one. I, I mean, I don't know if anything embarrassing impressed me. <laughs> consider perspective so you'd have to consider that i in fact found it to be embarrassing i don't it takes a lot to embarrass me oh my well and it takes a lot to impress her apparently dang yeah it does no he hasn't done anything to embarrass me or embarrass himself to impress me but He's done plenty of embarrassing things that i would okay I so. would rank embarrassing okay give me an example like Mexico? Oh, all good stories start with Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not telling that story. Yes, tell that. Tell that. Oh, man. You know y'all seen the movie The Hangover? Yes. <laughs> yes. They knocked off Michael Lilly and my story to Mexico when we both were almost 18, but talked them into giving us one of them wristbands so we could drink whatever we wanted anyways. Um, and we, I'm telling you, that entire movie, basically, but us, 
as the main characters. And we found out about it the next two days from walking around, getting the story piecemeal together from people that we knew really, really well and had no clue who they were. I woke up and I spent most of the night around the hotel naked. <laughs> yeah. So, so you did Mexico right. Oh, we did it up. Uh, didn't go to jail. The hotel took care of us. Got a hospital truck called in. Got us on some fluids. They took away our armbands, which I can't say I blamed them. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't embarrassed. I was drunk. You. <laughs> you see your laugh, huh? <clears throat> Sorry. So I, I came back from Mexico once, and I was uh, we we had parked on the America side and walked across the border because who wants to drive across and and get everything stolen or whatever? And coming back, I uh, I puked on two countries simultaneously. It was both horrid and beautiful at the same time. And for some reason, I thought it would be brilliant to answer all the Border Patrol questions with John Wayne. Regardless what the question was, the answer was John Wayne. I thought it was hilarious. They did not. And if it weren't for my battle buddies that were with me that day, I would probably still be in Mexican jail getting tacos. Uh, Yeah. I procreated with that. Voluntarily. Voluntarily. Thrice. Yeah, so it's like embarrassing to impress her. I'm still really like, how do I not have one of those? Well, it's because she already knew me really well. She was like my best friend, right? And so, but you had to make the conversion. You had to make the conversion from friends to. I'm not a solicitor, JD. Like I didn't solicit her towards that. I just did what I always do. Just walked around, and then someone said something about my beard, and it was like, hey. And there, you next thing you know, I don't know. She looked at me Speaking. like that. It was over. Speaking of beards, I am proud to say that mine is way longer than yours right now. Well, because he cut his. You're gloating. But yeah. that being said, nice I segue, man. want to hear the story about why your beard is short and why you're... Because, okay, everybody that doesn't know who Chris Griffith is, everybody that's watching this, um, he had a beard that no joke was like, six inches from his chin to the tip of it. It it was magnificent. And I wish I would have stored a picture in advance to... Yeah, he has a bobblehead with his beard, (laughs) which is also on the uh, cover of my catalog. But his beard was magnificent. And whenever you have a beard like that, you always get the questions from random people. What's it going to take for you to shave? When are you going to shave it? Why don't you shave it? How much is it going to cost? How about you let him do this story? No, I was given the the intro. Calm stuff. Uh I caught it, Mimi. That was for you. I didn't say the S word. I said stuff. Um, So at that point, tell us what happened. And this story is amazing. We were at a work event in Atlanta, Georgia for a mortgage event. And I don't know. Everyone kind of thinks the thing, everyone's perception of what's valuable to you is what it is, right? And so I guess after a little bit of a time in the mortgage business and my beard being a recognizable thing on, you know, somebody pushing forward on a bunch of different stuff, uh, it became one of those things. It was kind of a, I don't know, I guess, what do they call that? Like, a, it was like my recognizable thing, I guess. I don't know. So your staple. Yeah. It was the thing that was valuable. My image. 
was my image, the thing that made me who I was, I guess. Um, and so a bunch of people, like you said, always popped off about oh, what would it take to shave? And I'd always mouth off some big number that was way too big for them to pay because I wasn't shaving. I wasn't interested in Jay. And so there's a friend of mine that owns a company called Equity Prime Mortgage that's really about trying to do things differently, which is a hard process, right? It takes time to turn change and build um, in certain directions. It was at his conference and like after like half a day or full day of an event already, and he was like, hey, man, out of curiosity, seriously, what would it take for you to shave? And I literally, just like this, Eddie standing here, I looked at Aaron and I was like, I looked back at him three seconds and I said, a hundred grand, just socks place, my favorite charity I support. And he looked at Aaron and he looked at me and he goes, done. And I was like, no, what? <laughs> I wanted to follow it up. Oh, Max Franks is trying to call me. Tell he's Max trying. that he can get his hats later and <laughs> to stop calling you. I know. He's been so inconsiderate. Like, be Max, I'm on a live and JV and his wife right now. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. What's going on? <laughs> Chris. Well, hey, so, let's catch up later. Next, the folks will love y'all too, but I'm on a deal right now. So, he's on a live video right now. Hi, Max. Hi, Max. Hi. Hi, Hi. Max. Hey, I, yeah. I got, you, I got your email well, saying that you're out of the, the office. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I, yeah. I love you. <laughs> Max so, uh, like always, uh, once an episode, I have to apologize to the people that are going to be uh, fixing everything in post-production. <laughs> and this is one of those moments. Uh, keep this in. Don't cut this out. I want that part in for sure. <laughs> the computer was ringing through it. It wouldn't stop. I pressed the silence button. So <laughs> but but look, to, to, to circle back to where we were, to digress, to circle back like our, our uh, current... Not, nope, no politics. Sorry. Um it was the perfect interruption. So go back. So so it was it was literally that quick where you said a hundred thousand dollars to socks place, and it was just like okay, like it was literally that quick, like no deliberation. Dude, I'm no. telling you, already know me better than this. It was not set up. It wasn't staged. Loosely positioned, and you'd seen that beards are better group I created. Right, I wanted somebody to do something stupid for a good cause, but no, it wasn't talked about staged. It was that fast. The whole thing from him starting the phrase. What would it take for you to shave your beard to us shaking hands may have been eight seconds long. And it was a $100,000 shave. No, the room raised and by the end of the whole ordeal tracked right now, which there's been some other things come in because of the relationships that we've affiliated, but not just attributed to that one event, like 191 grand. So a huge chunk, if not like I would say three quarters or better, maybe of the operating budget for socks place for a year. For anyone watching, they're a father-son uh, homeless ministry, private homeless ministry that loves on uh, the homeless children, basically, or the youth in the street. They love them with the heart of the father, and they feed them twice a day, and they give them an opportunity to access um, computers, phones, and other things for basic subsistence, clothes, you know, toiletries, things like that, and they help to connect them and get them reintegrated um, when they're ready to, because what most people think is homelessness is a factor of of uh, choice or a thing usually the, the like the lowest common denominator for homelessness is super crappy parents um, and then some weird circumstances so it's something that when you're present and you love that sometimes you get the opportunity to cause better to and so in that moment like i don't know i said 100 grand because i thought it was too big for eddie to say yes to 
but you ended up shaving your head as well. And it's like, you're like me. Like I've, there's people that have never, ever, ever known me without a beard. And I saw your picture and I've seen your, your Marine pictures from, from long past. And then I saw that and it was like, whoa, that's like, Aaron, did you have to take him to marriage counseling after that? Did you have to learn to love him again? (laughs) I wouldn't have been standing right there when that happened. I wouldn't have believed that that's how it happened. No, he couldn't have come home from Atlanta and told me why she thought that I was lying. And it was a whole stage thing because she's heard me now for a year and a half or so. You've heard me talk about this being a thing I wanted to get done. But how do you like legitimately do that? And you were there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was crazy. And then I immediately had a hot flash and thought, oh, my God, my kids are going to freak out. Oh, and it was so bad too because just before we left, my grandma, my Mimi was picking up Charlie and she was telling me that she'd love to see me shaved one more time before she dies. And I told her, Mimi, well, I'll shave at your funeral. And she said, well, that's sweet. And Papa laughed twice. And she said, he's lying to you, Geronda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, real quick, there's um, I don't know if you know Daniel Curry. He's also in the Vetpreneur tribe. Yeah. He um, needs uh, to reach out to you. He has desktops that uh, desktop computers that he wants oh, to dude, donate. because awesome. He... Uh, Part of his, he's an IT guy, but part of what yeah, he does is, is, is he uh, refurbishes laptops, desktops, and turns around a lot of times for, for veterans. And so he needs to talk to you about getting some to Socks Place. Socks so, Place supports a ton of vets. I've met a lot of vets coming through there. Mainly vets are great at being homeless because of what we all train for. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like vets, just so you know, if you think, oh, I could never be homeless, trust me, you could. And you do it better than nearly everyone else. And that's why when you get there, it takes a lot longer to get out of. So, Daniel, that's a huge offer. Um, check out their webpage just so you can get familiar with them, SoxPlace.com. Their Facebook, at SoxPlace, S-O-X Place. Send me a message. Nate, Nate's already on here. Look at him posting up links. God, Nathan, I don't deserve you, little buddy. He's like my Tom. I tell him every morning, I'm like, hey, go get your donkeys. We got windmills to chase. <laughs> and, and it's funny that... Uh, so Max, the guy that called you on the phone just a few minutes ago, um, he's now watching. So thank you for joining the party, Max. You're a little late, guy. Little late. Oh, surprise. Max is late. Weird. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, calls you out, Max. Dang. Dang. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God. I had a whole idea of where I wanted to go for just a moment, and it just went, whoo. It's gone. Hello, ADHD. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, actually, it, I find it very crazy because I describe our podcast as a well-choreographed shit show. Like it's... The, who knows what direction it's going to go, but it's always within it's the best intentions bad. and just for having fun and just lay relaxing, whatever. But this is uh, really cool that, that it's turned into something that may end up Helping other people. Yeah, it's paying it forward, as Kat put it. So So Daniel said that he has been homeless, so he would understand more than most. So God bless you, Daniel. We appreciate it. Yeah, I find that a lot of people are not so far removed from homelessness as they think. And I found that once I had a familiarity with what it was, it was way closer to me than I ever had an even understanding to realize, is what I'll tell you. And so for all of you out there that think that you're so far removed from it that you don't necessarily need to be familiar with it, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, you're right. But if you are anyone you know or love ever is, it's much more difficult than you may realize, and uh, even for good people. So, but yeah. Oh, yeah, we were. 
not 30 minutes before we got home from the Muay Thai gym, we were having that conversation with how poor we've been. And every time like I'm out and about and someone notices my tattoos, I've got a lot of Queens. JD's got a lot of Kings and they're like, well, what's that about? Well, it's because we were so broke. We were living in a center block efficiency apartment in the middle of the ghetto, living on a mattress on the floor. And we were so broke. We couldn't even afford TV. But what we did have was board games. So we would play board games and we were living on ramens and baked potatoes because potatoes, you could buy a bag for a couple bucks and we would eat potatoes for two, three meals a day. And we were, we were pretty far off, but it was, that's what you got to do. I mean, I was in school and we're trying to pay our way through on our own and that's what you got to do. And it was always, but we had a roof overhead because under God's grace. So, Hey, we're, we were, but it's a cliche that, 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 you know, husband and wife are king and queen. But honestly, if you treat her like your queen and she treats you like the king, then it's going to be a successful relationship because a king being the king means I am the master of this house. However, that doesn't mean that I rule over everybody in this house. It's just, I am here to be, well, and, and it's a matter of... To lead by example. And if I'm not leading by example, then I'm failing my kingdom. And it takes a lot of trust to put you in charge of the family. You know what I mean? As as far as making that decision for our household, because I trust for you to take my insight into account. But yeah, yeah. Inevitably, uh, we're old school and we're traditional. And we do believe that the, the man makes the final decision. The man is the one who leads us through God to and leads F&A, us. right. F and A. <laughs> We also agree with that. So, yeah, we do. <laughs> so, what, 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 what are, okay, so y'all have girls, and I, I know that girls are, are different than boys as far as having kids go. What are yeah, y'all thoughts on, on spankings? Way y'all spank? Yeah, yeah, we spank. Oh, we do too. I love you guys. Spank, <laughs> backhand. And sometimes it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we live in South Texas where, where, where they have the flip flop. Yeah, they're called chanclas. Yeah, flip flops are called chanclas down here. You got to fear the chancla. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, you, you know, I don't know how you don't hit kids. Probably shouldn't, I guess. Maybe some try to hit them as little as possible. When I say hit kids, folks, if that exactly. causes you to get all burled up inside, I'd like to hit you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this like playing around with my wife, slapping her on the butt. I can hit her half speed as Josie gets on a spanking. Josie might laugh while Aaron cusses me for two days. Like, it's not a pain thing. I don't think that no. people should spank their kids to cause pain. Here's, here's my why. And my middle daughter exemplifies the statement. When I was a little boy, eight weeks ago, and you wanted to get my attention, you have to, like an old payphone. you need to deposit the quarter to get the dial tone to pick up. Right. And it wasn't that I was being rebellious or that I didn't care. It was I was busy. What? What do you want? What? Do you, oh, don't run around with knives. Why? And then I had to ask <laughs> why. Because right? I wanted to reason and understand. And so, <laughs> it's a lot like that still. It's And it's a lot easier knowing that about myself with the kids and like being a little more patient with them. I think I'm a little more patient one. Aaron's the one that loses it and then cusses at them in a way that Mimi would be like. For oh. shame. No, 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 shame Aaron. Like the room be like, the moderators are not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're the same I way. I'm around them all day. That's Every true. Day. And it's completely understand. I completely understand. I think what, like, generally, I won't spank for first, second, or third offenses, but fourth and beyond, I will lose. 
And, my and mind. it really depends on the kids. Certain kids, the spanking is really the only thing that works. I hate to say it, but it's like we tell them, we tell them, we tell them. We get to that fourth time with quickly. Oh, yeah. And like, there's other ones that, no. And they're like, Oh, yeah, our, our middle kid, all I have to do is give him the stern voice and, and you get the and quivering lip and the tears. My youngest, I'll whoop him. He'll smile and laugh and say, that didn't hurt. And he's five and he's already... He, he is a five-year-old me and I'm... Terrified. I, I totally thought that I got away from that tenfold rule until he started walking and talking and now I'm just... I am so screwed when he gets older. He climbs a ladder. He counts to three. He jumps off whether you're there to catch him or not. So you hear one and you're like, what? <laughs> Where is it? I can't See, find it. give me boys. They all be dead. <laughs> oh, I don't. He, God bless. I well, God gave us the boys because I'm a medical professional, and He knew we were going to need that experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad she's. If she wasn't a medical professional, I don't think we could have insurance as good as we do. I, I literally get the highest. I'm like, so now that our insurance costs have gone up again, so now I'm paying. Uh, $900 plus a month for insurance. But unfortunately with our family, I have to, because you never know with three boys, forget it. Like, like our youngest, he was four at the time and he decided that he wanted to surf down the stairs and, and broke his collarbone. That's not how he broke his collarbone. He broke his collarbone by jumping, like climbing on his brother's shoulders, jumping off onto the bed. Well, one onto time, no, he jumped off off his brother's shoulders onto the bed and he got a nice bounce and fell off the bed with his arm behind him and broke his clavicle. He almost rebroke his clavicle by surfing this. Oh, stairs. yeah, that was the, that so was the scare. He just got it healed up and it took a long time to heal because it was like displaced. So they had to like pop it back in place, like pull it out and pop it back in place. So it took a long time for it to heal. We finally got him out of the splint and he goes surfing down the stairs and we're like, so, so let me ask you, do you think he learned his lesson? No. Good answer. He's the youngest. So, so having girls, do they do crazy? Dude, my six year old had stitches like in her face twice before she is five. And she earned them both. Tell the stories. Tell the stories. It's parents. Accident. I love these. It was her being a dummy doing things she's told not to do. Yeah, the first Please time. Elaborate. The first time she got stitches. This is a funny story. <laughs> we had been raising turkey. And chickens. Meat birds. But we had a bunch of turkey and we were slaughtering them that day outside. And we were covered head to toe in blood. And then she's outside and climbs up one of the outdoor chairs and tips it over. Jamie, you remember the the pink, the pink the pink rock that I had out back in the Colorado house where I do all the videos back there, the back patio with the pink flagstone. No, the- I've slept since then. Okay, whatever. It was <laughs> only like flagstone. She's climbing on a chair. Yeah, her tooth went through her upper lip. So she had to go get a stitch in her upper lip. But we go into the ER. It was the Children's Hospital ER. And Chris and I are covered in so much turkey blood. And she's screaming. The nurses were freaking out, thinking it was her blood. <laughs> and then we had to explain to these lovely people that we were slaughtering turkeys. Which then they proceeded like, to look at us like we were crazy people. What's going on? Where's all the blood from? 
were like, no, 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 this is this blood isn't from her. And they're like, well, where's that blood from? We're like the turkeys. And they're like, what? our other kid. Well, like, it was my child. <laughs> yeah, turkey is our middle child. Our other kid. <laughs> like, you're not going to understand us this quickly. Can you help her face? <laughs> That's what we came here for. The council can happen later. But turkey too. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, so that was a funny one. Josie's first stitches, and you want to get everyone's attention in an emergency room. Walk in with a screaming three-year-old covered in blood. Both all four of y'all three. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped and looked. I'm gonna. I I'm bet gonna you got waited on, on first. <laughs> I'm gonna stock oh, yeah. up on blood just the next ER visit we There's have. There's like an old guy over there with a heart attack just dying at that point. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> what? can this? wait. This is a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a sight. Daniel brought up, honey, you know you can tell us the truth if your mom or your daddy are hurting you. <laughs> you know she probably she just can't talk. Her. Show us on the doll. Where... <laughs> and that was our She's first like, case. You know? <laughs> You're like, yeah, that, was first, a... that was my first CPS case. Yeah, it was a good one. So, uh, <laughs> just real quick, while we had y'all on the screen, I poured this, the second bottle we've got going, and this is also under $10. It was a Lano Escado Sweet Chechen. Chin, chin, C-H-E-N-I-N. I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Just show everybody. Turn the bottle around. There yeah. you go. Can this is see? actually a wine I can I can enjoy. Can they see it? I'm like, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I made the weird face. And back to your regular program scheduled stuff. I don't know. I can't see Have it. y'all had Corey Christmas uh, bravery wines? Are you actually not wearing pants? No, he's got pants. Okay. I can't see. It looks like he's not I wearing just saw, pants. I, I thought I saw some. I'm wearing Tony's those. Wiener there. Pants. Everyone wore in the military. No, I'm just kidding. They're khaki shorts, guys. I oh. just had a bit of a wedgie toe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey, oh my. I was like, it is not that kind of party, Chris. It's not. Right. It's not a hey, I would dance. Be, I would be it, it is. My wife would let me get away with it. He wouldn't. It is that kind of party. Why do you think we sit behind this gigantic desk thing? <laughs> Have you ever actually you done that? Been on a Zoom call or something with no pants on? No. Yeah. No. I've done it twice. Have? I've, I've yeah, done it more than once, and I didn't have to it at all. I just wanted to live on the wild side, and so I did. Because if I'm wearing a purpose? shirt, look, I did, did uh, appointments where, like, if it was found out, it totally would have been very like just problematic, and I got away with it scot free. <laughs> but you did it on purpose. You like consciously made the decision to go without. Consciously pants. made the decision. Yeah, I'm childish like that sometimes. I, I don't want to sound like crass, but when I grow up, I want to be you <laughs> okay like that's all no I want. I don't... It. it was completely random it was uh i saw a video on it on a tiktok thing and it was like one morning i woke up the next morning i had like a bunch of appointments on my slate it was a early day and i thought i wonder if people really do this i wonder if you could really get away with it and i thought i'm tired of wondering <laughs> so who is uh jordan griffith Jordan Griffith is my little brother. And I say little brother, um, he's my younger brother. He's probably about 28% larger than I am. Well, you weigh what? You're what? Like a buck 40 in tops? Buck 47.2 today. Up. Yeah. So, yeah, Jordan's Jordan's been watching and commenting a lot, especially about uh, yeah. Mimi things. Mimi, he said so, Mimi wouldn't be here because of the, uh, the, the intro to the show. Jordan's engaged, guys. What? What's he just that? got engaged. Hey. Oh, Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, oh. Come to us for the cliff notes on what not to do. 
do in the future. He draws, we draw stick figures to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> Marriage is I'll take a- like the first decade is going to be pretty brutal. Suck it up and get through it, buttercup. Right? Yeah. If you don't get to the point where it'd be easier to get divorced than it would be to make it work, you don't know what marriage problems are. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. And then when you get there, keep going. Yeah. It's going to suck. A lot, but yeah, you know yeah, what? Really annoying you deal with it. If I couldn't just like touch them, that would really suck too. <laughs> and then you end up with uh, with brown stuff all over your fingers. Right. <laughs> and that's, that's what we in the biz call a, a call. It was at least six or seven minutes sitting right here, looking at my hand over did coffee, you, trying to figure out what on did earth. Did you taste happened. it? Did you like? No, I never licked it. I did not. Uh, <laughs> I smelled it twice. And the first time I was certain it wasn't poop. And the second time I was certain again, it wasn't poop. I was just twice to make sure. Scaredy cat. So (laughs) I don't know who's watching the show because we got some new viewers. Um, Something that we do every single episode is we do the unpopular opinions where Kat and I will do uh, say something that we think is an unpopular opinion. If our guests can think of something or if they had something prepared, they can shoot it out as well. But we'll each say our unpopular opinion and then we will discuss said opinion. Um, Kat, go ahead and start because it is that time. All right. So my unpopular opinion is marriage is not just a piece of paper. And anybody who says that, that is very insulting. That is a promise. That is a faithful thing that you have done in front of your friends, your family, your God. It's everything. And you are promising a commitment to this person. It is not a piece of paper. You can't buy it. Sorry. And it is, it is a commitment to that person. So yeah, you can be together for 10 years, but what's keeping y'all together and how are you showing everyone that you really genuinely care about that person and want to stamp them their mind? And that's what it means. So it is not just people, a piece of paper. So everyone who says that you can suck it. She rests my case. <laughs> Do we all get one or does she get? Mine? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no. Well, 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 what it is, is, is we all discuss an unpopular opinion. Oh. Can I say this one? Yes, I can say this one. And for all the feminists out there that might be offended, oh, piss off. I've got daughters. It's my job to be a better feminist than you were. <laughs> um, <laughs> transgendered children competing in girls' sports is wrong. Agreed. 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 Wrong gazillion. for the same reason, ladies. You wouldn't want me to punch you in the mouth as soon as you start mouthing off about my last statement, by the way. Bam. Like you want to test a feminist to find out if she's a feminist for the right reasons, the fastest way to do it. I can't tell that joke. It wouldn't be taken as a joke after these statements. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? My biggest problem with feminists is the fact that they look down on other women more than any other woman. Like, oh, you're a stay-at-home mom. What you're you're being programmed to think that's what you want to do. Maybe that's what I want to do for my family. Okay. I'm a working mom and that's my choice, but I could just as easily decided to stay at home with my kids and I probably be just as good or better for it. So you know what? Suck it. Stop judging. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come up with my unpopular opinion off the cuff. I had one prepared, but because of this, I'm going completely different from where I was going to Did you go. agree with mine that marriage is not oh, a yeah. piece of paper? Okay. Oh yeah. Good. You better. No. Um, oh my God. ADD just kicked in and I just <laughs> lost my train of thought. They, don't interrupt Aww. me. <laughs> No, my my uh my unpopular opinion is that regardless your viewpoint, we're all just as screwed up and we're all trying to figure it out. And if you think you have you figured out, Agreed. you're full of shit. Sorry, Mimi, that word had to come out. 
And there's too many people that think they have it figured out. And none of us does. I don't care if you're a millionaire or a a $1 heir. (laughs) None of us. Nobody does. I'm a hundred heir. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I agree. I think everybody's got problems. Everybody's screwed up. We're human. We don't have yeah, to figure it out. There's too many people it. trying to pretend like they have everything and they yeah, or have, that they have all the answers and, and, and you're we wrong. See on, and it doesn't matter. Like you see the people like like Ty Lopez, who's who's a, a business guru who rents Lamborghinis and rents houses just to look the part. Why he doesn't have shit up? figured out. Why are you, you have that people that are it's just an example. It's not you're anything stirring. Against, oh yeah, I love stirring. You're the stirring the pot, <laughs> man. You're stirring the pot. You got a big old spoon, man. Gigantic. A gigantic spoon. What's your unpopular opinion? What is your opinion? Oh, you've got lots of unpopular opinions. I'm sure I do. What's what's one of them? Just name one of them for the people. I went with a really unpopular one. I guarantee you I'll hear some stuff about that when my colleagues will say something. (laughs) I'm sure we'll catch it. I'm sure we'll be flagged later on, but I don't care. care. I'm going to stand for that one. I'm just saying, if your trans boy gets up there in boxes with my daughters and like, I don't know, that's going to be a problem. No, uh, no, it won't be a problem at all because I'll laugh my ass off when that trans boy gets his ass beat by your daughter. Y'all be like, they'd be able to be like, who's that little skinny white kid coming over that rope so quick? (laughs) 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 That trans girl's twice his size. Does he know that? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Unpopular opinion should. I think people should talk about them more. And I think if you have a different opinion than mine over there, I don't hate you or don't. You know, I think that that's the problem. People don't talk about and share their unpopular opinions and being different has become taboo in our nation. For some reason, it's taboo to be different. I tell my daughters every day that, you know, or maybe not every day anymore, but often like you're incredibly unique. You're one out of billions. Anything that's that scarce has value. It's that unique. It has value. Um, anything on earth, as a matter of fact, it's that unique has value typically. So, I don't know. It's about how you realize it and how you block out all of the noise and out all the other problems so that they can realize who they are the way they're supposed to without all of the other garbage, which is why we homeschool. And Aaron fills them with garbage so that other people can't put their garbage in. It's our garbage going to these dumpsters. Exactly. Exactly. This is our trash fire. You get your own trash fire. So, well, that's why, hold on. That's why when we used to ask our boys, what was the best part of your day? Well, we stopped doing that. It's high, low. Tell me the highest and the lowest point of your day because we wanted to normalize the fact that everyone has lows in their day. Every single one of us. Yes, I know social media makes it seem like, oh, everybody's happy-go-lucky and every marriage is working and blah, blah, blah. It's not like that. And, Our and marriage is perfect all the time. Well, of course, y'all. So is ours. Yeah, ours is flawless. Flawless. Any issues? What's that? So don't you see Facebook? Oh, we're flawless. All exactly. We don't even argue anymore. I've never driven off for three hours and left him at the house of the kids so that I could decompress ever. It never happens. I have never patched holes in walls because I didn't know how to deal with myself and my stressors. Yeah. It's never happened. I'm really good at patching wall holes. I'm, I can I'm, tell Aaron looked right at you when he said that. <laughs> it says, uh, it says uh, oh, it shows a picture of a monster and a white claw. And it says, I now pronounce you man and wife. You may punch the sheetrock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I actually wrote this down because I thought it was so freaking cute. So I was looking up um, celebrity quotes about marriage. And this one hit me so freaking hard. I had to I had to bring it up. 
getting married is like trading the adoration of many for the sarcasm of one. May West. And I was like, uh, I married that. <laughs> yes, you married the adoration. No, I married the sarcasm of one. <laughs> I gave up the adoration of many for the sarcasm of your ASS. So there you go. But you say that like it's my fault. You chose to marry me. You were a, no, you weren't less sarcastic. Never mind. Go on. <laughs> As I was. Okay, but you bred little sarcastic bastards around my house. Again, you wanted children. Was the sarcasm is- cuter when it, at the beginning and then it just got worse? Yes. I, I think, and actually the, the, the cuter I thought it was, the more he did it and the more he did it, the less cute it became. And it was like swap, swap places. He was sarcastic this much and I thought it was this cute and it became less cute as the more he did it. And it kind of like, whoop. So yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not so cute. It's not so well, cute. Because- simple. We're like, hmm, she seemed to like it before. And now it's like full throttle, send it. And I'm like, seriously, like, oh, you do you think much? You walk much? I trip. He's like, you walk much? And I'm like, how about, uh, are you okay, babe? You did. (laughs) (laughs) I spill my soda. I'm gonna I help you my out, soda. Right there. And then his son was like, oh, you can't even pour it into your cup. And I'm like, how about, hey, mom, can I get you a napkin, jerk? I, I kind of pay all of your bills. The least you could do no, is I, like... I do kind of regret it now that the kids have gone full bore. They need to learn their own sarcasm. They cannot steal mine. It's BS. It's more so the oldest one. It's like he turned 13 and everything that can be sarcastic which is literally everything has to be sarcastic <laughs> it's been fun so so what is it that growing because y'all grew up together and and what were the things that that you used to love the little quirks that are now just like i swear to christ if i see you <laughs> again i will wrap Don't my fingers me. around your neck <laughs> what's that yeah. Uh, oh God! Most of everything that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, funny. Yeah, I did think he was funny. I don't think he's funny now. Not at all. No. Like all my best jokes, you know what she does? She gets mad at me. Yeah, I'm talking to angry guys. She's mad. It's not funny. <laughs> well, can't you be serious sometimes? Damn it, Chris. No. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. But when I get Serious, everyone's like, why are you angry? I'm like, I'm not angry. So it's like I've got two modes, like joke mode or not joke mode. And it's you know here or here. But I'm simple. <laughs> I'm simple like all the way. There's no in between. Right. Well, and I need to know if this is legitimate, like just me, or if this is all married women. Some days I just I just love me some JD, but some days it's just even the cadence of his voice. I just like I'm out. Like I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> Do you go through that, Aaron? I don't oh, know. Yeah, totally. all... Sometimes I don't even want him to touch me. Yes. Don't even don't even touch me. And it's really always don't. that day. Really <laughs> no, but no, honestly, it's that day that y'all decide that y'all want to be affectionate is the one day we're freaking over you and then you want to touch us. And it's like, where were you freaking the last no, like, 14 days? No, there's days where you don't even want me in the room. Like I just I open the door and it's like 
Tarantino movie <laughs> lighting and, and, and sound effects come into play. I'm like, oh, you wow. Feel it. Turn you it back feel around. It you see them, right? Like, yeah. Like, remember back in the day when they turned on, when you came into the classroom, you hadn't seen them caught. You walk into the classroom and you can hear the snow on the TV. You can't see the screen yet, but you hear the snow on the TV and you know you're going to be listening to a movie, even though the sound is on mute. You can hear it. You yeah, can feel you know. the presence of movie time. It's like that with your wife, only it's not a like movie time. It's, it's, it's not the fun day in school where you get to watch no. a movie. It's the exact no, it's opposite. Yeah. Oh, it's I like the the ring. I have a question related to movies, actually. So, Chris and Aaron, if you got to pick actors for each other to play y'all in a movie, who would you choose for each other? Uh, oh, yeah, this might start a fight. I'd probably pick the one that I would pick for her, but... Oh... Chris, you're picking for her. Who would play her? And Aaron, you're going to pick who plays Chris. She go you first. Pick, you pick first. You go first because I'm going to need to look up this you. guy's name. Oh, that's funny. You don't oh. even know. <laughs> I know his face, but I can't figure out the it's, name. It, Vince Vaughn. It's V-A-U-G-A-N. <laughs> no, I figured it out, though. I would pick Will Arnett. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He's funny. That I could, funny. I could funny. put a badass beard on him. I could see it. Really? Yeah. I feel like I watch the, like the Lego if movie. If you look, took Jim Carrey from the mask, if you just took the mask and then you put on that, like on Deadpool, and then that, like, that had a baby with Mr. Rogers, that would be. <laughs> yeah. So, so Chris, who, do you, who should play Aaron? It would be one of two girls only. Reese Witherspoon or Drew Barrymore. One of the two. Only two that I would allow it. Outside of that, denied. And I think it's got to be Reese because she's so cute. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's because his favorite movie is Sweet Home Alabama. Aww. Oh, Cat loves Aww, that movie. My favorite movie is Rambo. It's the scene where he rips the guy's throat out. It's not really Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> You're such a liar. Don't hey, try to guide man, up. Don't, don't hide anything. Man, I love a walk to remember. Don't, that's totally a chick flick. Totally. So, so I mean, don't try to butch it up. I mean, yeah, I like, like flowers like every other day. I'm kidding. I got nothing. But <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, Sweet Home Alabama. Right? Have y'all seen so, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I love that movie. I've seen it because she's seen movie. it. I love that movie. Yeah, I love it. But we have a given trade. I make, her, I make her watch things like Goodfellas and Mortal Kombat, and then I watch Sweet Home Alabama, and then what's the, what's that one with the Juliana Huff and, and that other dude on the lake? Safe Haven. Yeah, Safe Haven. I watch that. <laughs> Safe Haven. Yes. Juliana yeah. Huff should have been enough to know. Julianne Huff, but yeah, sure. Yeah, you know what I was talking about. So who would you it's have pick to play me like in the movie? Our story. Hands down, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler would play me? Gerard Butler, yeah. I am He's a definitely okay with that. Irish oh, Mother yeah. Hubbard with a beard. Um, I would yeah. switch teams yeah, to that <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Gerard Butler. And the fact that you came up with that so quickly just <laughs> I know. totally screwed me. Because I was hoping I was hoping it would take a little bit to answer, so I had time to think one for her. But now oh, I'm no. like, uh, I was, Locked and loaded. Uh, Done. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's going to be really insulting because he's going to come up with that on the fly thinking no, it's no. a compliment and it's going to be real no, bad. No, actually, I, I would go with Mandy Moore. Oh, oh okay, okay. Because okay. she's pretty but not afraid to make fun of herself, much like you. Awesome. I, I like Mandy Moore, so I'm actually complimented by that. Wow. Woo, what? Whoa. I didn't screw up the answer. <laughs> I I All right. 
What's today's date? June 1st. Oh, June 1st. Lindsay, if you're watching, happy birthday, baby. I love you. June yeah. 1st. Happy birthday to at, the girl that my wife's leaving me for. At 9.16, JD didn't piss me off. <laughs> Writing it down. That last refrigeration of 37 seconds. So uh, as as we were all answering these, uh, people in the audience were answering. Let's see. Uh, Nathan Nottingham said... Uh, <gasps> Uh, Matthew McConaughey no, for Chris. No, I mean. Hey, Chris, go. All right, all right. Give me your best. Yeah, give me your best Matthew McConaughey. Personality wise, maybe, but looks. Looks, yeah, I'm not very sexy. You know, I you, did get uh, picked up out on the islands one time for saying that. All right, all right, all right. Chris, you know who you look like? Like a way skinny uh, Tom Hardy. Huh? I can oh, see that actually. Yeah, yeah I can see I that. that. From Sneaky Blonders, that guy, right? Your grandpa told me I remember. No, that's, not. that's not him. Mm -mm. Oh. No, 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 no. He's on. Uh, oh gosh, he's on a few things. He's he was Bane in in Batman. Yeah, yeah. with him on the beard. Uh, he was in Lawless. He was in. Yes, yeah, but you bit way skinnier because you're like super oh, skinny, and he was like so chunky in that movie. Jeff says uh, Sandra Bullock for Cat, which I could see that. Yeah, and yeah. Jeff is also an asshole because Personal. he just said uh, Jonah Hill for JD. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all are. <laughs> well, I like this man. one. Uh, JD three hundred. <laughs> oh, well, you're just being nice. You, okay. you should ask the audience who we look like. You shouldn't ask each other. Seth, Seth, yeah. Seth Rogen. Jesus. Everybody, get on there right. and tell us who we Jeff? look like. So there's Chris and Aaron, and then there's Kat and JD. Tell us who we look like, and we won't judge you. Hey, <laughs> hey Jeff, I'm not going to tell you what's in the bag, but I want you to use the imagination. But you and can eat, eat the, the entire bag of, bag of this rotten <laughs> item for, for your answers. The entire bag. It's probably male genitalia. It's phalluses. Jeff, Is it phalluses so or fallacies? What, what would the plural be? Fallacies. Fallacies? Like helices? Satchel or Richards? Phallusi. Let's call them phallusize. Phallusize. Yeah. So it's a size thing, <laughs> like always. No! Yeah. I said without I. Phallusi. With an I. <gasps> JD looks like Silent Bob. Okay, I, I actually yeah. see that as a compliment yeah. because I love Kevin Smith. Yeah, we need to get you an overcoat. Yeah, yeah. I have an overcoat for it. Oh, him. is that why Cat likes you? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I talk entirely too much to be a Kevin Smith character, except for. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Uh, although I, I would do start, some shady things look, to, to to talk to that dude. I better start getting really attracted to Kevin Smith. <laughs> Because now I totally see it. <laughs> oh, the circle back. Mark says a satchel of Richards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. Someone thinks you look like Christian Bale. Gotten that one before. Oh, no, yeah. like, no, like in Fighter when, when, uh, in Fighter when Christian Bale lost all that weight and was, yeah. had a weird beard. Yeah, there's a reoccurring theme here, Chris. We don't think you're manorexic. But you kind of look manorexic. <laughs> Chris is probably the same way I was until I was like thirty. When he get, can you just eat everything and just not gain weight? Yeah, he'll eat everything, lose ten pounds, and I'll find it. Nothing oh. makes a difference. Aaron, do you watch him eat it and you put the weight on? Because that's usually how yeah, it works for us. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm, you, I'm eating a salad. I'm eating a salad. JD's eating a bag of chips. He loses weight. I gain the weight he would have by eating the bag of chips. 
Yeah. Let's see. We got a second vote for Christian Bale for Chris. Hey. And then uh, Scarlett Aaron. Johansson for Aaron. Aaron, Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Yeah, she's not the right personality type. <laughs> I wouldn't approve that. Whoever that commenter is, like Frank Manteo. He is the founder of the actually, uh, Crowns Ready to Eat for actually, you Marines. Yeah, that makes crayons. a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm just but actually, I would say for Aaron, I would say Julianne Huff because they're both so free, like yeah. gorgeous women. You know what I mean? I could see that. Where it's and, like and, unrealistically gorgeous. Like that can't be real. <laughs> it can't be real. I think the actor types. Like somewhere between 50 first dates. <gasps> Legally Blonde, and then like a movie where Reese Witherspoon, like just the parts of Sweet Home Alabama, where Reese is just like super nasty and like really good to be nasty. Like those three characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, your brother said that I look like the girl from Twilight. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> oh, she has the acting range of a sponge. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at you with a gaped mouth. <laughs> Jordan, I don't think I don't. You're not on my Christmas list anymore. Yeah, there goes your Christmas card. You might be on my S list, but we'll see. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not sure that was a compliment. I just want to put on record that it's 9:21. The show has been on for a little less than an hour and a half, and this is. I think our curse words have been in single digits still for, for this show. And usually we lose single digits before we even get to the sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Five of y'all. We appreciate it. You know, I don't think it takes away. I think uh, not cussing. It's like uh, scrabble. When you get older, you got to pick a better words. Like, no, that one's already played. You pick a better word. And if you can, it's uh, your dummy. (laughs) No, in scrabble, you don't need better words. You just need to know where to play the words. That's true. You know, have you played any games with y'all's kids yet? Like, have y'all played any board games with them where your kids actually just like destroy you and you were like halfway trying and then so much so that you don't want to play board games with them anymore? Not the board games, but my kids have taken over my Xbox because I don't play it anymore. It's been forever since I played. They have all my old Call of Duties, which I used to just dominate. And now it's like, hey, dad, come play. And I'm like, I'm like, Three seconds into a round, I'm like, I'm over this. So uh, no. He gets killed. Oh, Don't yeah. let him say he's they giving own up. It. They owned his age. Oh, they <laughs> own me. It is ridiculous. And, it's and like, I'm sitting here like drinking my wine, like, oh, good job, babe. Any cool to see your kids start to become but you tried your hardest. You tried so, your hardest, and that's all that matters. So what games did your daughters <laughs> kick your ass at? Well, that's not like they really haven't beaten me. I've watched them beat them. I've taught them how people. to play poker or homeschool, you know. Oh, wow. Well, like what kind of poker? I've taught them how to play Texas Hold'em. Sequence okay. and poker <laughs> stuff, but they're like sequence. Any of the board games where there's like numbers or coordination involved and strategy. My middle daughter, Charlie, just and my older daughter, too. But my middle daughter, Charlie, is just like really bright, intelligent-wise, right? And so she figures things out when there's a pattern to be recognized. Um, unless it's something that is a good thing to be done and you want her to do it. And then she just totally, whatever, whatever <laughs> side point, <laughs> that one, <laughs> but board games, good topic, board games. She crushes it, man. And like, even with adults and grownups, man, she'll hold her own and can play alongside them. It's just that was cool to see even at like 10, her already taking charge of certain things. Yeah. Doing well with them. 
you know? Well, our, our oldest, um, so I don't play I don't play a lot of video games like board games with him. I've played we've played sequence, uh, crap on thy neighbor, things like that uh, that we played with our oldest. Even dominoes, I taught him how to play dominoes, and he's pretty decent. But my sister and I play Mario Kart together. It's been a bonding thing for years. Um, it's got to be uh, Mario Kart. And my son no. purposefully seeks me out to kill me. The entire game. There's no greater respect and fondness in that game than to find your best friend and destroy him with a red turtle shoe. Oh, so so it's fine that he's destroying me. He kills me on just me. And he's like, oh, is that mom? What character are you? I'm like, mother Hubbard. Every time. Every time. Every time. He doesn't kill anybody else but me. And I, so I've got one guy targeting me the entire freaking game to the point where I'm like... If you shoot me with one more blue shell, you're grounded. <laughs> like, I'm dying. Well, what you have to do is you have to, when your kids get like that, as soon as they become like competitive or rebellious or something, I'm convinced you have to do one thing. You have to like go over the top, escalate. Escalation of force so much, so high, you destroy <laughs> the morale. Make your entire existence in that game, making their existence miserable. Because you're harder than they are. You Deliberately been, you get one spot so behind them just so you had can to pay a mortgage. And this little person's I- biggest fear is running out of pizza Lunchables. Destroy their existence. <laughs> Uh, ham is I hot love, pockets. It's hot pockets. I oh, love this. What? This I'm sorry. Game. There were too many red shells for me to buy hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Frank says that his kids will not play, play Monopoly with them anymore. Well, oh, Monopoly is not well, even allowed inside of Monopoly. our house. My son has been trying to get me to play Monopoly with him because I am not allowed to play Monopoly anymore. No, Monopoly is not allowed in our house because that will Monopoly will cause divorce quicker than most things that cause other people's divorces. It what? is. <laughs> no. I turned over a table one time. But We've the way been. you did it. One time. We've been there. I can't. Y'all don't even yeah, like Monopoly's wherever not. you're talking about as ridiculous as that base may have been. Yeah, yeah, we've got a couple shirts there and a timeshare if you want to check it out next time you're in town. Uh, <laughs> we don't intend to sell it. We like the timeshare, actually. Like, but, I'm, I'm 5'11", 200 plus pounds. Cat is like five foot tall. Stop. And she scared me so badly when we played Monopoly and I was winning that uh, Aaron, you I, I, I still have nightmares to this day. I thought of, you were uh, always scared of me. No, no, not never before that was I ever scared of you. Okay, sorry. Finish what you're saying about your timeshare. Oh, no, no, yeah. I was just talking about <laughs> Yeah, like in Monopoly. Like, like, yeah. That's my game. I love that Chris game. doesn't lose at Monopoly. Just have it. can't. And there's plenty of times well, I should have. And he's it's, a mortgage it's, brokerage. Uh, of course he doesn't lose in Monopoly. It's a but the game property is game. garbage because there's not Even a functional mortgage that. in that product for the record, but whatever, or in the game. But he Seriously? Like, well, you can't go into debt in that game to to not in a way that's functional, that's growth bound. That way is just about yeah. Like once you get there, it's a dying. Sorry, <laughs> we're talking about a game, not work here. Yeah, that's- <laughs> and see, this is why we can't talk. Monopoly, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, Mon- Monopoly's just not fun now. Um, I, 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 so, yeah, so I, I try to buy Park Place. And he's like, "Do you have equity?" Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. Can I see? Your, can I see your FICO score before you get Baldwin? Where is y'all sitting right now? Are y'all solid on equity right now? You've got to be that market down there. What in our uh, in our house? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, 
Our our appraisal value is higher than our market value was two years ago. We were contacted by a real estate agent recently who said he wanted to list our house $100,000 more than we bought our house for. How many years have you been there now? Two, two years and two months. All right. You want us to sell, don't you? He's like, five year VA hustle, VA hustle. <laughs> no, I just like, the I problem with selling right now, though, is you have nothing to buy unless you just want to buy something that's highly inflated. Exactly. Unless we rent it for a year or two until it bursts and then no, we buy a house. People have to think different. Everyone wants a finished product in the certain inner markets or close to certain things. Right. And so they have to think different in these types of markets. And that's where most buyers are getting screwed up. They're all trying to buy the same thing. Look somewhere different. Look for something different. Put some effort into it. Create some value. Y'all know what happens when you do that. You've seen it. And when oh, I love well, we it, bought this right? house, it was a train wreck. So, and yeah, it's gorgeous now. Well, most of it. We yeah, we've, it. we've ripped up floors. We we've painted it walls. We've, you know what? The most must have. Okay. So last year we had, um, the pipe bust or the, the line bust between the refrigerator and the wall, and the wall mm -hmm. for the, for the water machine and the ice machine in the fridge. And it happened somewhere between like 11 o'clock and midnight. While we were, we're sleeping, guessing while we our slept, house flooded. And the entire downstairs of our house, like 1600 square foot of downstairs was ankle deep water. There was water shooting out the bricks on the outside. There was so much water. Yeah, I was trying to order some hats, and you're like, oh, my house is flooded. I'm like, listen, 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 Karen, I don't care. I need hats. <laughs> but, man, it, it was it was really shitty that we had to do all the work to make it well, we what it was. Well, we couldn't afford to hire someone. They only gave us... Yeah, insurance was... But, but the great thing is we did so much of this house to make it what we wanted Once. to yeah. do. Which we plan on doing eventually. It's just we had to make more rush decisions. Decisions we hadn't made yet that we had to kind of rush to get the house finished. So, But they want to be great decisions. Not that they weren't. We just weren't mentally in that state to update the house. So if you're ever in a spot where you really know what you want for sure and for perfect, and by the time you figure it out, it'll change. But either way, catastrophe there got you that much closer where you wanted to be quicker because it, it forced you to do the thing that you wouldn't force yourself to do otherwise. That's true. Here's another nugget for anybody that's uh, in a situation where you have to repair your house and insurance screws you over, go to a... Lumber liquidators and tell them you're a contractor and they're going to give you an extra discount even if you're not because they don't. I'm pretty they don't sure verify we were supposed to tell everybody that. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling everybody. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Repossess my floor? <laughs> I that happen to be veterans on Veterans Day. Applebee's gives a free meal. What? what? <gasps> are you going to take me to Applebee's? No, long time. Applebee's, Applebee's is one life. step above Cracker Barrel. Where, are there Cracker Barrel's good. Hold on. Did you just hear that blasphemy? Hey, I know. Uh, Isn't he an abomination? He's like knocking Cracker Barrel. I like Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is for old people and dentures that have no taste buds left. I like Cracker Barrel. Every, I don't care if you get the steak or the chicken. Or the mashed taters. It all tastes exactly the same. No, it it's just, and it's the same texture. <laughs> what? He's an abomination. Cracker Barrel's not good. Oh, man. I like mm. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is good. Chris and I like Cracker Barrel. Aaron and JD is gross. You know what pisses me off about Cracker Barrel the most is that people dare to compare their biscuits to Red Lobster 
the cheddar biscuits. That's yeah. that I agree. The fact that someone compared their biscuits, saying their biscuits were better than Red Lobster. I don't even like sea, seafood for the most part, but Red Lobster's biscuits are bomb, bomb diggity. Love them. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Aaron's been making these biscuits in a casserole dish. They're pretty good. TikTok Ooh. biscuits. TikTok biscuits. Okay. TikTok so, biscuits. Aaron, you I make and homemade Kat biscuits. are gonna have to like start I make, working on some uh I make homemade biscuits, but they're like like grandma's biscuits type of style that are like they want to be in real fat, but I like it takes forever to make them. Like I've got my like my stand well, mixer and I go crazy and it's there's crazy. a lot of recipes to get figured out, JD. But in my experience, the easiest way to get them is like, and y'all kind of laid out the roles, I think in the beginning of the discussion. So it's still valid is you just go, Hey woman, I want some biscuits. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> yes, it does. Try again. Please. <laughs> hey. That's what he gets when he bosses me around and go try again. Hey, try again. You makes me some damn biscuits, please. <laughs> Try. <laughs> yeah anytime he hey, bosses me around hey, i'm like try hey, again stop talking please i love you so much yeah, right he now real, see he went too far <laughs> we, he was having, having a good time he went too far now he's gonna stay <laughs> no that, that this is what we call his, foreplay he gets his inner thigh pinched when he acts like that <laughs> I love how JD thinks he's a man in front of his friends, but when the behind closed doors, he doesn't talk to me like that. So I do. I say some things really, really loud on the inside. I love when we have couples on because we get to have these. And did you see the look Aaron gave Chris? That's that's how I feel internally towards you right now. So well, so y'all have reached that point. Y'all been married for what, like eighteen years, right? Sixteen years, married, eighteen together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're old. So, like, they're at that point, too, like, in their marriage. Not, like, old like you, Kat, but, like, J.D. <laughs> Wait, how old are y'all? Not as old as y'all. <laughs> how old are you? How old are you? I'll be, I'm 35. I turned 36 this summer. In two weeks. Well, it's this summer. It's not summer yet. <laughs> oh, my God. It won't be summer when you turn. You're only, you're only 35? Yeah. Good God, you Dude, look like you're 60. He's a I thought you were way older. I aged well. Okay, so now it, I understand why you're so skinny because I used to be super thin like that too. Give it a couple more years. You're so screwed, dude. Start getting cold all the time. Oh, me too, because I'm burning up in this hell hole. I am freezing constantly. And I but I've always been that way. And then I lost 95 pounds, and now it's like I am like literally feel like I'm on ice packs constantly. I'm always wearing sweaters. If it's 80 degrees outside, I'm wearing a sweater. It's ridiculous. I'm cold constantly. I'm about to be 37. And my warrant, my warranty was up last year. I've already had to go to the chiropractor, the doctor. <laughs> you, didn't, like you, didn't the, you didn't get the call about your extended warranty? It hits you. 36, it hits you. What do y'all so, keep the thermostat on? 73. It's 73 and I'm wearing blankets constantly. But... In my defense, the Jay, difference between worry, 73 man. and 74 in our house feels like it's like 13 to 15 degrees. Like just that one degree difference on the thermostat. It does. Ours is at 75 most of the time. And it's not even accurate, first of all. It does not feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. Only to him. It's He's the only accurate. one. It doesn't no. feel that hot, too. Oh, man. We should have avoided this one. <laughs> 
so you're always hot, Aaron? Always hot. Always. I'm always, I'm always cold. JD is always hot. I don't know. 75 will be too hot in this house. I can only be so naked, but he won't put on more clothes. You know, my tactic doesn't oh. work because she's never naked. She's maybe, maybe he's working at something there. He's not. <laughs> hey, I'm five like years it. deep into this strategy. I'll let you know when it starts paying out, huh? <laughs> but see, I like it super, super hot. Like, I will be outside. It's 100 degrees. And I'm like, yeah. And JD's like, you're on drugs. <laughs> no, out, outdoor temperatures, I prefer heat over cold any, any day, day of the week. Because, you know, if, if I'm working outside and, and I bang my finger with a hammer and it's 100 degrees, it's like, ow, that sucked. <laughs> and if I bang my hammer or bang my finger with a hammer when it's like 30 degrees... I'm gonna feel it for like seven hours. It's gonna be throbbing and just like that is a valid point. You stub your toe and it's cold outside, you will feel that forever. But but inside the house, I want to just I want to be where I can be in my chonies. And and for those of you that aren't in South Texas, that means underwear. So that sitting on my sofa and just be comfy. That's it. But that's the thing. I go to work and it's like the kids' day off. It's like a Saturday and I'm at the hospital for 12 hours. I come home. Everyone's just in underwear and it's like Lord of the Flies. They've got like blood <laughs> smeared across their face. There's a, there's a goat in the corner. I'm like, when did we get a goat? It's not blood. It is strawberry jam and the goat was on loan. <laughs> we used a library card. It's legal. Pig? What about the head on the pike? I'll have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like it's gets- different with girls. Like only the, if I see panties, I swat at people. Like I don't see panties in this house. No. It's so different though. Like a regular night with girls is I'm drinking wine. Chris comes in. We're watching a Disney movie all together. I'm like, hey, you want to watch this Disney movie with us? That sounds and he so does funny. kind of, but he looks at his phone the whole time. Yeah. Honestly, that looks that sounds so nice because I've been telling the boys like I want to watch the new witches movie because I watched the witches back when I was a kid and like I want to see Cruella and they're like those are girl movies. Cruella was actually good. I'm a I've I've heard a lot of people say that Cruella was really good. Like yeah, she made it. Emma Emma Watson. Emma Stone. She totally made that movie. Emma Watson was the Harry Potter. Did she? Yeah, it's really good. That was good. You can actually appreciate why Cruella was Cruella, and it wasn't like the same as you thought, kind of maybe. But I don't it's kind know. of like an or it's an origin it's story an origin type story. thing. Story. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Man, it's and an like that's all I want to do. And anytime I watch anything girly, they're like, "Mom, this is lame." Like I watched Legend with Tom Cruise, and they like, "Okay, Legend isn't girly. Me. Legend just sucks." They disowned me for like three months. It was ridiculous. They're not old enough to know what Legend is. They're oh. still like, with Will Smith? like the same age. I am Legend. Right? No, that's I'm, not. I'm about to be 37. So I'll be 42 this year. So y'all can go. Oh, yeah. All go yourselves. Do you like um like F? Fiction, like fantasy, fantasy yeah. stories, like it's Lord fantasy. of the Rings, but even crappier. No, stop! It's not like Lord of the Rings at all. Don't even. But it's got like, like unicorns, Darfur. and it's like a battle of good and evil versus the devil and angels. It was a. Uh, so it was one of Tom Cruise's first roles ever. It was. I like in like eighty one okay. or something like that. <laughs> well, look up Legend. You look up Legend with Tom Cruise, and you, you won't think regret he's annoying it. Now. I swear, you won't regret it. He's just annoying <laughs> as a person. Well, he's crazy. So yeah. yeah okay. like, You've seen the actor. 
Have you actor. seen Evil or Army yeah, of Darkness? He's Evil a good Dead. Actor, but as a person, he's not. Yeah, I've seen Army of Darkness, Evil Dead. Okay, so you know how crappy the effects are in that, but it's kind yeah. of deliberate. But it's super B rated. Now, so Legend. Like rock makes like. A- so, so take the effects of of Army of Darkness and, and Evil Dead in those movies, and just I don't know, and don't just make it, and just make it completely tremors unentertaining whatsoever. That's like bad effects. What about right? tremors? Aaron was oh, asking. Tremors, I love tremors. Tremors is an awesome movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is so retarded. It was so horrible, it but it's so, a great movie. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's why Legend's so good. The effects are it's so crappy. Crazy. It, like maybe there's some killer worms out there, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I like Hornets. I think it's so fun. I love Tremors. I think it's funny. I don't know why. Hey, I mean, Epstein killed himself. Anything's possible. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. But, but true that is, thing that is, is completely true. However, we do have a strict no politics. Uh, but the next time, the next time we have it, a, it, it veers into that, it, it easily goes into that conversation. So we're just going to squash that as and, quickly as we can. But next time we have a family movie night here, uh, y'all are more than welcome to come and stay the night. Uh, we have an extra bedroom with a queen size bed for y'all, and y'all can come and have a movie night with us. Maybe yeah, we'll we have do a tremors. we have a 120 inch projection screen that we put up in the backyard, and we. Do hot dogs and hamburgers and air nice. pop popcorn air pop for the popcorn kids and, and pickles and yeah, jello like- shots for the adults and we did that the other night. We had my daughters all had friends over, like seven girls here. They sleep over and oh, they gosh. watch girl movies and popcorn. And- <laughs> yeah, We've, I promise the movie won't be girly. I live with a bunch of dudes. So- well, let's see. Last time we did a double feature, it was a uh, Sandlot followed and, and by Beer, beer Fest. Fest. Uh huh. Yeah, Sandlot followed <laughs> nice. by Beer Fest. So Sandlot, and then we put the kids. Uh, yeah, and then we put the kids inside, and then we did beer fest. We had like a pony keg, and it was awesome. By our sponsor, but Five now, by Five Brewing. <laughs> five by Five is sponsoring us, so we better have a couple of pony cakes for our next movie night. Just saying, because <laughs> we sell out. <laughs> Yay! And with the topic of selling out, we need to start calling it night, man. We are almost two hours deep into this episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, Chris and Aaron, for uh, joining us. It has been, uh, it has been so entertaining I'm and so, so fun. My face hurts y'all. from laughing. Me too. Um, I had a good time too. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. And she's been anxious. She's like, "We've got to fill out their form. We've got to." Did you see their form? I'm like, "Honey, honey, honey. Trust me. I know how this works." <laughs> oh no, we're we're not we're not formal in any stretch of imagination. She's like, "What do you mean? You know how this works?" It's like, well. People give me forms all the time and I don't fill them out and it still seems to work. So that's how. <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, JD Sorry. doesn't give it to me anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's thrown together at the last minute. This as as I've said a million times, right. this is a well choreographed shit show. So Are y'all uh, coming thank to you. What's that? Are y'all coming to summer camp? Oh, uh, there's something going on with your interwebs. I'm having problems hearing you. <laughs> that's funny. I can't hear. I can't. That's, I can't hear you. What is that noise? Okay. Well. Well. Chris and Aaron, stay on. We're going to talk to you a little bit off screen as soon as we uh, shut everything down. Um, everybody, thank you for joining us. Make sure you join us next week as well, and every Tuesday at eight p.m. Except for the following two, uh, or no, July twenty second and twenty ninth. We won't be on. We'll be on family vacation after that. Um, join us back again. Um, 
So make sure if you haven't accepted the rules to the podcast page, you do and you join and all that. Go to StreamYard forward slash Facebook and give them permission so that we can see your names on the next episode. And then on our Facebook group, if you're a part of it and you have been invited, please accept the rules. Once you say, I agree to the rules, then we add you to it. Once we get to a thousand people, which we are about, what, 170 shy of that? We're let, we're, we are 130 something away from. We will be giving away free hats and these whiskey stones right here. So go ahead and accept the rules and we can give away a bunch of free crap. So thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Love you guys. Take care. <laughs>